Excuse me, that was disgusting. You know what else is disgusting? Is that you're missing out on Not Too Deep, not in audio form like you've been doing. What you can continue to do is listen to it on iTunes and SoundCloud. But what you can do now is you can see full video episodes of Not Too Deep on the full screen app a week before the episodes come out. So if you are an eager beaver that want to experience this podcast with your eyeballs, go to fullscreen.com slash not too deep. You get your first month for free, which is an incredible bonus. You get to see me. You get 30 days for free unless it's one of the months with 31 days. And then you get to decide if you would like to pay for my face. But, uh, you know, that's on you. I won't make this awkward and like... You don't have to choose now. I mean, this private thought thing for you to do. Um, Fullscreen.com slash not too deep. If you want to see full episodes of Not Too Deep a week before they come out or continue to listen to them a week later on the thing that you're listening to now, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, your host, Grace Ann Helbig the first. Guess what? We got an exciting episode for you. This guest I'm thrilled about because he has been an inspiration to me in both the hosting world, entertainment, in just being a decent human being, and in my lifelong quest to be a member of a boy band. This week, we have the one, the only, Lance Bass on Not Too Deep. Enjoy this week's episode. Not, not Too Deep. It's another episode of Not Too Deep with Lance Bass. I'm so excited. Thank you for making time. Well, thank you very much for having me. You are so insanely busy right now. It's been a little crazy. You've been promoting your new show. Finding Prince Charming. Finding Prince Charming. What was it like when you got the call that's like, we want you to host this show? Were you like, yes, or were you like, skeptical um there's many shows that i get offered where you know i'll turn them down sure. or it'll take me a couple of days to decide if i want to do it this one took me about a millisecond to say right. uh, yeah yeah and because i love shows like this yeah. you know i love scripted stuff but reality is kind of my jam yeah um so bachelor bachelorette tequila mm-hmm. tequila big brother my <laughs> ultimate if it's a social experiment of putting people in a house yeah i love to see which ones snap at different times. Yeah, it's I, I fascinating. Did, I love it. So, it uh, makes, do you have you ever thought about being on? You've never been on Big Brother. No. Okay. And I don't think I would. I mean, no. they asked me to do the, the British version every year. Really? And one, I would win it. Um, <laughs> but. See, uh, I can't I, even watch the shows because oh, they give me anxiety of just favorite. like being in that space. It's uh, Big Brother is my, that is. That's summer to me. The first day really? in the house in Big Brother is the first day of summer, and the last day of summer is the last day of Big Brother. It's just that's, that's so... how it coincides with my life. <laughs> that's it's yeah. your seasonal show. It is. It really is. That's sad, but uh, yeah. Well, that's what we had Frankie Grande on the podcast before, mm-hmm. and he was telling us about his experience there, and it's like so intense. But for him, he's like, I, I was fine. I yeah. was totally fine. And because when you come out, I guess for a lot of the people that – aren't used to being, like, known in yeah. society. They, they get come their out. 15 minutes quickly. Yeah. yeah, super quickly. And then also kind of, like, fucked up because they're not prepared for it because mm-hmm. they've been living in this, like, bubble and yeah. not realizing that everyone is watching you. Yeah, and and with that show, is a little different, too, because it's 24-7. You right. can watch them online. That's what I realized. And I didn't know that. you're going to say something stupid, oh. you know, and so someone's going to hate something that you've said. So that's why I would never do the show because yeah. eventually I'm going to say something idiotic that people <laughs> People are going to be like, I hate you. No, for sure. And that's the only thing they remember about mm-hmm. you for the rest of the oh, show. Oh, yeah. 
but now you get kind of the safety of being involved in a reality know, show. But not have to be the subject of it. Yeah. yeah. What was it like? Did you have to do a lot of like actual comforting of contestants and things like that? Um, well, I didn't really get to spend too much time with the contestants okay. because they wanted me uh, kind of, you know, separated from what was going on sure. inside the house. Uh, so I was more there for our our Prince Charming. Got it. Um, they kept us together kind of in the green room the whole time. And um, they didn't want me to know things because I didn't want it to tip him off on certain situations um, going on in the keep house. Keep it authentic. So watching the show, I'm watching it for the first time. <gasps> so I, I hear rumors about things going on in the house, oh but I don't know exactly what happened. I, I would come to set and people would be crying. Like the whole crew would be crying <laughs> oh and depressed. God. And like, what what the hell happened? They're like, we can't talk about it. Like, what? <laughs> I, I'm seriously, like, you can't tell. Like, give me one nugget of why everyone's crying right and now, then, and why are the cops here? Jeez. <laughs> and, and then also, you were saying that you're a fan of Unreal. Oh yeah. So like, did you? Oh, you I watched, love that show. Yeah, That's it's so. so good. I'm obsessed. Yeah. But I also like, I think I'm obsessed because you believe that some of that kind of happens. Yeah. And so, did you go in with like trepidation of like? Oh, yeah. What what kind of fuckery is going to happen oh, yeah. on this set? Oh, I, I wanted to do this because I wanted to see how you know how real unreal was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first day I sat in Video Village, you know, and it's all all the different camera shots. There's tons of things, you know, uh, of of uh, cameras going at one time, oh, God. and uh, it was so interesting to see all the different producers having to write the storylines as they go. Oh yeah, but. It isn't as dramatic as Unreal because it really was real stuff going on. It yeah. wasn't planted things. Uh, maybe maybe is, season two. We'll maybe get into season that. two. I mean, I you know. guys, I believe in you. You yeah. guys can get I there. <laughs> we'll get someone to jump off a roof yet. Um, well, God, <laughs> no. Goals. Yeah, that's just pinned on like the cork board in the production office as yeah. like vision board. Uh -huh. um, so what's been your most bizarre gig that you've had over the years? If there's one that stands out or like uh, most hilarious or most embarrassing. Uh, I think one of the most embarrassing gigs I've ever had was opening up for the Chippendales in 19. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, We're listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, uh, it was right when we got the group in sync together. In, uh -huh. uh, it was 1996, and Lou Perlman, who yeah. you know was our first manager, um, and he owned the Chippendales, and so he got us a gig <gasps> opening up for them on this cruise ship. Oh <laughs> but my it was one of those, God. I wouldn't even call it a cruise ship. No, it was, it was just a boat that went out of Fort Lauderdale <laughs> for about three hours. And so it's our first gig. You know, oh, as a this was your first, first gig? First paid gig. Oh my God. I didn't God. know it would be with dollar bills shoved down my pants. Oh my God. But wow. we, so the Chippendales hadn't performed yet. Wow. So we're, you know, doing, and this, you know, 80 <laughs> women, you know. Just losing their minds. Shoving dollar bills <gasps> down my pants as I'm performing. That, what do you do? You're supposed to be like, I kept the show that, must go I on. I kept that shit. That was the only, <laughs> that, that, that money lasted me a good month. Mm -hmm. That is hilarious. Yeah. And also like slightly traumatizing, but then also bit. like it can only go up from there. It, and it did. <laughs> Thank and God. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's been your biggest fangirl experience? Like, is there anyone that you've met that you've been like, oh my God. Where do I begin? Yeah. I, you know, I, I love being in this business because I, I love pop culture. Yeah. And I, I'm a fan of 
pretty much everyone, even like the most horrible people out there, I can find something well, I like about them. I, we've hung out a few times and done some stuff together, and I always say Lance is like the nicest guy, and he like seems like a true champion of everyone else in the I industry. Do, I mean, because I just I respect everyone in in this business. because yeah. it's hard. It's yeah. hard to to make it. Um, so you know, I like to support them, and um, and I, I just I really am a legit fan of so many people. Yeah, um, I mean, meeting Garth Brooks for the first time, uh. I was freaking the fuck out because <laughs> I mean that's I, first time I ever saw him on stage I said that's what I want to do like, really that's, that's what I want to do um, and then I think my ultimate was um, when Rosie O'Donnell got <gasps> us to be on her show back oh, in the 90s because I, I mean that that show was my favorite show and I didn't think we had made it yet until yeah. she asked us to be on that show and uh, it took her a while to ask us yeah I mean we had done everything and had you know <laughs> Number one albums, but we, she never out. got us on her show. She's holding so out for Tom Cruise. That's when I knew we had made it. That is amazing. Yeah. God, and such a sign of the times. Like, yeah. I used to religiously watch Rosie O'Donnell. Uh-huh. The Koosh Balls in the audience. I just wanted yeah. to be in the audience. You rush home to watch her show in TRL. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. How, mm. All the hits. <laughs> um, so you've told us a little bit about your guilty pleasures. Are there anything specific other than, like, reality TV that's, like, a huge guilty pleasure? Well, yeah, I mean, my, definitely television and really bad television is my guilty pleasure. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm a big foodie. Are you? So, I mean, I, I upset. I'm that person that takes pictures of their food. That's okay. Okay, because I know I mean, people judge you for that. There's a niche for everything. Yeah. Do you cook? I do. I love cooking. Are you good at it? I'm really good at it. That's good. When people that love to cook are good at cooking, yeah. that's a good combination. No, I, I, I'm, I'm glad. And I would say I'm a good cook no matter what, even if I was terrible at it. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I have a show coming out next year on Fox that uh, that I get to cook. And ah. I, I'm so excited to do this because I've always wanted my own cooking show. Yeah. Um, and, I, and this is my way of doing it. And I get What's, to do it with my mom. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah, it's really cool. What style of cooking do you specialize in? Southern. Oh. I'm a southern cook. I can make any kind of casserole. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I hope that's the show title. I can make any kind uh, of mean, casserole. Yeah. Give me four ingredients. I can make a casserole with it. Yeah. <laughs> What's your like go-to number one dish? Um, there is now that I've done this Fox show. Yeah. I've because it was an elevated cooking show. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to make everything from scratch, which you know in the South we don't make things from scratch. You know, right. we, we use you know can of chicken soup and everything. <laughs> Um, so I, my, I've, I've really, you know, really, I think gotten much better at it. So I make these amazing fried pork chops and, but my go-to and the best Southern dish is this dish called chicken rotel. What? And you basically lose about 10 years of your life every time you, (laughs) you eat (laughs) this thing because it sounds delicious. Yeah. Yeah, Because it it, it cannot be good for you because it's basically like this. I'd love to die young. Thin thin (laughs) spaghetti with, you know, uh, Velveeta cheese. Uh. So it's, it has a whole block of Velveeta cheese. But that's like a condiment in the South. It is. Yeah. It is. But you really can't trust anything that can stay on a shelf for five years, especially when it's cheese. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's true. I I don't know what it's made of. It's it's from the devil, but it's so good. God, that yeah. sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for that show. Is there um, other than like cooking and singing and performing, is there a talent that you wish you had? Oh, I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I wish I could play a sport. Oh, and, and specifically basketball. Really? Because I'm so bad at it. <laughs> 
and it, and it hurts to play it. Like it, it hurts my feelings. It physically hurts me. It, it made me. And of course, it's the sport that the NSYNC guys chose to be our charity that we. Oh know, yeah, that I was gonna say, for haven't year. you guys done like oh. all star and like celebrity matches? <laughs> every year we do this thing called Challenge for the Children, and uh-huh. it's a big basketball game. Oh man! And I'm terrible and it's it's so embarrassing but it's for the children yeah 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 (laughs) um and it just it it gives it i have the worst like pain in my gut from playing basketball i hate it so much god yeah did you do sports growing up i did i played baseball okay i like baseball i'm good at that that's yeah Yeah, because you can be five foot five and play baseball right i was such a little little short thing i'm five foot nine as a female so everyone assumes i'm good at basketball and volleyball and i like you am just absolutely awful i have no coordination mm-hmm. and I get so anxious in basketball that if someone passes me the ball I immediately shoot from yeah. no matter where I am on the court I will shoot the ball I'm the same way though because I can't dribble yeah me either I can't dribble. you're gonna take it from me so I might as well shoot it from you know the other guy's is goal called yeah. goal right yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> just try no I play basketball like hot potato uh-huh. like I don't play it correctly mm-hmm. I think the ball is like a ball of lava and I yeah. need to get rid of it I don't play anything I told you right before we started this I I, I have a pool table uh-huh. I haven't touched the pool stick in years because I <laughs> really? made up my own version of pool just using my hands throwing the balls because I'm so bad at it that I had to create my own game it's called Lance Ball and I'm damn good at it <laughs> <laughs> this is an annual competition yeah, and Lance wins no matter <laughs> what. <laughs> it's very competitive. Mm. Um, is there someone that you stalk the most online? Like uh, on, in, you said you, you're big into Instagram. Yeah. Is there like an account? Whether it's I like always an, go on Instagram too. Um, 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 um. Because I stalk French bulldogs like crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, I love the animal. My yeah. husband, he... He follows every animal with a human name out there. <laughs> really? uh, and then I, you know, and, and he shows me all those videos. But I'm trying to think of who I'm, like, obsessed with. Um, it's hard. There's so many people online there are, now. There are. Um, I don't, I can't, I'll get back to that one. Yeah. Mull that one over. One. Yeah, I will. I Is will. there a holiday that you hate the most? Mm. Or vice versa, a holiday that you love. Yeah, the most. I haven't met a holiday that I don't like. Really, I, I'm one of those that'll celebrate. It's National French Toast Day, <laughs> I, which is really a day, and it's good. Um, it's important. I, I'm excited because you know it's it's holiday season now. Yeah, you know, it it always starts with Halloween, and yeah. then it just goes until Fourth of July. To me, do you do big Thanksgivings? I yes, I do two Thanksgivings. What? I do a, a, a legit one on Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes I get to go home to Mississippi and see my family. Most of the time. I'm here in California. Sure. So we have a Friendsgiving. Oh, that's fun. for all the orphans that don't get to go home, right. uh, they come to my house. And we always do that the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Oh, that's sweet. And it's so much fun. So I usually, you know, sometimes have like 50 people over at my house. Holy crap. And I cook. I love it. People bring food. Do you love hosting and doing do. that whole thing? Yeah. I, I love throwing a party. Yeah. yeah. You seem like you'd be very good at it. I, I like it. I just got, I don't want to leave my house ever. I'm like yeah. that person. <laughs> but that happens in Los Angeles. I feel the yeah. same way. Living in New York, you are kind oh, of pushed out into everything. You don't want to stay inside at all. Right. No. And so here it's very easy to be like very isolated. Mm-hmm. This yeah, podcast to me. Yeah, has been just kind of the impetus to get me out of my house right? more. <laughs> I mean, we used to shoot this in my house uh-huh. and and that's when it got too insular. So we had to expand. I feel you. I do feel you do birthdays? Like, do you throw yourself a party for your birthday? I don't. Birthdays kind of are, I, I don't celebrate it that much. No. 
Um, I'm with you, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't. I'm not Same. against it. It's just no one's really ever celebrated it for me. I don't know. Does it's your really, husband do stuff? No, for your he's not, he's not like. <laughs> no, he, no, he, he ignores he, my birthday. No, <laughs> he's, he's not a. If you don't have a birthday, you don't ever age. Yeah, yeah I'll take that. But yeah, my birthdays are always kind of. I don't know. It's just it's awkward to celebrate yourself. Yeah, you I know? feel the same way. And mine's May Fourth, and I feel like everyone's kind of oh. checked out. Everyone's you know leaving school or starting summer that. vacation. Star Wars Day. Yeah, Star. Yeah, May the Fourth be with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, they, that must they took get... my day. That's why I don't celebrate my birthday. <laughs> You're like, actually, that's the Freaking core <laughs> resentment I have mm-hmm. for that. Um, so you, I mean, with social media and all of that, we get comments on everything. Is there a standout comment that has been like the most hilarious or most like <laughs> bizarre comment that you've ever received well, online? I, I mean, I've I don't read comments. I've learned to Good do for that you. for a, a long time ago. Good I learned because look, I've I've been in this business a long time, and you know, you you grow a thick skin. Yep. But it doesn't matter how thick a skin you are, you know, you're going to get hurt by some of the vile things that you see. And people say some really nasty things. I remember when I joined Twitter, Uh you know, years ago, and I was one of the last to join Twitter. I remember thinking, wow, everyone's so nice on Twitter. This is this is really cool. Everyone is so sweet. Uh-huh. That changed about two years later. I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. everyone's so mean. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of sad yeah. that it only you can like watch the decline of a social media platform yeah. that seems like very positive. Yeah. It's very strange. It's um it's at this point it's comical to me when mm-hmm. people are so vile and so like yeah. visceral with their hate. And you can tell it's you know a twelve year old behind the oh, computer, yeah. you know, just wanting to say the, the worst thing to get a reaction. Totally. But it still hurts twelve year old. I know because it's it'll be like a very specific angry statement towards you, but they'll Mm. use like the wrong form of there, and that's I'm like, I'm even more angry because you didn't use the right grammar on this. Dare you? I know. Um, Is there a person that you'd most want to be a backup dancer for? Oh, Janet Jackson. Oh my god. I mean, come on. I Janet uh, is my ultimate tour I've ever seen. Um, we were lucky enough. Usher had to drop out of the rhythm, not rhythm nation tour. It was in rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Rhythm nation tour. Sure. And so that was our first tour to ever go on as a group. What? Yeah. Janet Jackson's. Janet Fre- no, Velvet Rope. Velvet Rope tour. That's what it was. That's crazy. So thank you Usher for dropping out because I think that's <laughs> how we got our start. Wow. And what was that like? Amazing. I'm sure. Um, I mean, I watched her show Every single night when mm-hmm. we would finish, I would run to the front and watch her show every oh. single night. God. It was insane. And she knew our names. Uh. Like, Janet Jackson just said my name. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's a, is there – I mean, you've done hundreds of countless shows in your history now. Is there one in particular that stands out as, like, that was the greatest show, like, for me that I've ever done? Uh, there, There's a couple that yeah. really stand out. Um one was the Super Bowl that we did with mm. Aerosmith because Aerosmith's my favorite iconic, band. iconic, yeah. iconic. Um, and to go back and forth with Aerosmith um, at the Super like, Bowl halftime show was surreal. just a dream come true. And then all of a sudden, if that wasn't enough, then we're joined on stage with Britney Spears and um, Nelly and uh, Mary J. Blige. I'm all, getting chills as you're describing yeah, this right it now. Was, and knowing that you know the whole world is watching that, it was. It was definitely one of those moments where you're like, what am I doing yeah. right now? <laughs> where yeah. am I right uh, now? I'm, like, I'm just glad. I mean, freaking Steven Tyler even knows my name, but now I get to share a stage so, with him. And oh. at a sporting event. Mm-hmm. So like middle fingers to all the athletes exactly. out there. <laughs> um, do you have a most regrettable red carpet moment? 
Ugh, anything within sync. Have you seen? Did you see our style? <laughs> it's very, I mean, well, I mean, to what be, the hell? To be fair, I, I imagine that you guys didn't have complete free reign to be like, no, I'm wearing this. No, but we did. We were just stupid. <laughs> we totally could have worn whatever we wanted to, but you know, it's we were boys, you know, so. If, if it looked like you cared about what you're wearing, yeah. then you know, oh, you're gay then. But um, you guys, like, that was so important, I think, for culture at mm-hmm. the time that you guys did that. Because yeah. now we all have these collective memories to look back on. <laughs> and know not what to do. But we all idolized that at uh, the time. Uh, so, like, anything you thought you were doing wrong, we were, like, supporting 10,000%. I mean, those frosted tips. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was, and, and everything I wore was an extra, extra large. Oh, Yeah. So I, I I don't know what we were thinking. We had no uh, idea what your bodies looked like. No, at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Nothing fitted. And uh, I mean, and I guess that was before designers really, you know, would would dress groups sure. and that type of stuff. Now you know everyone has all these amazing designers designing right. custom stuff. But no, we didn't have Kanye dressing us back then. Duh. Did is there one particular look that you look back on and you're like, that was the worst one. That was rock bottom. Um, American Music Awards. I think it was either 99 or 2000. Um, We got most waterproof look. (laughs) We did by Joan Rivers. She gave us. But like that's an honor. Yeah, because she had the E like fashion awards, and I remember getting the award on the carpet for most waterproof look. (laughs) Um, wait, why? Yeah, Google it. I think Just Diane Google is it. Googling American it right now. American Music Awards in sync right. outfits. It's these awful pleather <gasps> outfits that are, I, I look like the Steak Puff this. Marshmallow Man. Yes. Um, it is bad. <laughs> That's incredible. Very but, shiny. But I mean, uh, all you want when you do a red carpet is for Joan Rivers to shit on you. Like well, that she did. She I took mean, a big old dump right on my chest. <laughs> 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 well deserved. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Um, so you and your husband, I think you guys just celebrated three years together or uh, three years since? Well, it'll be two years married this December, but we've been together for almost six years now. That's so sweet. It, it, has there been... I was going to ask you, like, your worst date experience. Mm-hmm. Was there one, like, in the courtship of your husband? That was that, like- you know, it's so weird. I've never really dated. Oh. Like, I've, I've never really had someone say, hey, let's go to dinner. You mm-hmm. know? I've, I've never had that. Sure. And then that awkward, like, ooh, do we kiss goodnight? Do right. Me? I've, I've never had that. Um, so when I met my husband, we were just best friends for a while before we Aww. knew we liked each other. So, so it was sweet. never that courtship type thing. Right. Um so, yeah, I mean, there was really no awkward dates at the beginning for well, us. Well, humble brag. Is know. there, um, for your wedding or your engagement, are there any, like, hilarious wedding stories? Uh, I mean, yeah, that I can remember. Uh, <laughs> that, I mean, my wedding flew by so quickly. And you broadcast, right? It was an, it was an e-special. Yeah. Uh, which I was really proud of. I that one took me a while to say yes to because yeah. I'm like, no, I know how these things you know end up. Right. Everyone always gets divorced if you do a wedding special. Sure, sure. Um, but the way that they shot it, it was just so beautiful. And, and now you have this thing. The that you best can... video ever. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember seeing one camera at, at really? the wedding. I just, it was I, it was amazing how they shot it. Um, but it flew by so quickly and everyone always says that. And I mean, I didn't even see the food. I had one drink. I'm like, what just happened Yeah. Right now? But the, the best part... Um, of it was I had a photo booth because, you know, uh-huh. that's what all the kids do these days. Yeah, yeah. 
And, uh, you know, everyone I, I had, <laughs> of course, I'm from Mississippi. So we had this uh, liquor there, um, moonshine. It's this oh, moonshine. yeah. <laughs> but all the moonshine was flavored. So there's, you know, <gasps> apple pie. So it's extra dangerous. Yeah. And people just didn't understand how strong they were. Oh, no. So everyone get, they just got shitty. <laughs> um <laughs> And so I had a photo booth, and then all of a sudden, I'm seeing, like, Fortune Feimster, like, scissoring people. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was it, it was something. In front of my, you know, my mother. Uh, it might have been with all, my mother. All documented in this photo booth. Oh, I have the best photos Ever, ever. That's, um, but that's pretty incredible. That seems like actually a bonus. Yeah, it was a big time bonus. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so every, and then you know had friends like puking. You know, uh, I'm like, oh lord, and it was a beautiful, gorgeous. It was very, uh, like it looked royal. very elegant. It was. It was like a royal wedding. Yeah. You know? uh, but <laughs> then you had all these just <laughs> terribly wasted people. It was my fault. I should have warned them about the moonshine. Oh, uh, but that's what you want in a wedding. Yeah. Like, that's what a wedding is for. A wedding to me, like, exists not in real time, like, in mm -hmm. its own, like, little ether where, yeah. like, anything goes. Yeah. And then, like, it's kind of like a little eventized Las Vegas uh -huh. where, like, anyone can do anything and it stays <laughs> at the wedding. It's true. There was one, well, um, Gabrielle Sidibe was there and she had a date. Mm -hmm. And the whole night I felt so bad for her because I was like, oh, poor thing doesn't know that this guy's totally gay. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, you know, this guy's <laughs> fooling her. Anyway, it turned out to be Jesse Smollett from from uh, Empire. That oh. was just her friend. And I thought, <laughs> it was before Empire even aired. And I'm like, this guy, I mean, I, I hate to, you know, judge anyone, yeah, but like, yeah. I, I just know he's gay and I don't want her to be fooled, but no, they were just there as friends. And so you're, and I'm like, oh, okay, so you're just sitting there watching her going, oh no, poor, like, oh, thing. poor thing. Yeah. I've done that to someone before. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, are you into Disney? I love Disney. Is there a Disney character that you most relate to uh, or just your favorite? Well, my favorite's Pluto. <gasps> I, I just, I love Pluto. That's Pluto a good one. and Tigger. Yeah. Um, those were always my favorite growing up. And then I had this weird thing. I don't even know if you, you know the Figment. Do you know Figment? Oh, yeah. Fig okay. Epcot. Epcot. Yeah, man. Which I don't even think Figment. they have. It's the no. Journey to Imagination, right? Oh, Epcot. yeah, yeah. Imagination. Yeah. And Figment was this kind of drag, purple dragon that was the main character yeah, in it. I have a, I had a stuffed animal of that growing yeah. up and I didn't connect, like, because it's in all of the stores around mm -hmm. Epcot. Yeah. yeah. That was my favorite little stuffed animal growing up was Figment. I had yeah. one of those too. Yeah. Big fan. So I don't know why I loved Figment. It was just part of a ride at Epcot, but and I And it was never it. made into like uh, a... No. That was like part of like the Captain EO era right. of Epcot oh, Center. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know yeah. what that means. Captain EO was like the Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. ride. At Epcot. What? what, you never saw the Michael Jackson whole 3D oh, it's, experience? It's crazy. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. What did I miss? It's now Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Oh, that, I've seen that. Yeah, it so, was Captain EO before. Oh, uh, yeah, so I missed that era. Oh, man. I know, huge bummer. What a yeah. letdown. They should bring that back. That's okay. Do they you, will bring it back. Do you go to Disney World? I do. I'll be at Disney World uh, soon, actually. Um, I, I, I lived across the street from Disney World for, oh for many years. So when I would come back, from uh, touring because we would live in Europe for a while and, mm -hmm. and we would have a week and we'd come back home and my escape would just put on a hat and glasses <laughs> and just go to Epcot and walk around, you know, all the different yeah. countries and drink around the world. That, that would be, sounds uh, fantastic. My favorite. Mm -hmm. Do you, um, do you have a favorite country in Epcot? 
Um, I loved Mexico. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, I the, love. I like the little the flume ride mm-hmm. through, and then Norway had like Norway, the log flume, which I don't know why it scared me as a kid. Yeah, same. Where you're like, I'm going to go over the waterfall. No, but and it's then, also terrifying because they make it like these like Nordic like gods like and like troll, trolls. And yeah, stuff. Uh-huh. and as a child, you're like, this is not a fun ride. Yeah. I'm not enjoying myself. I just found a. a I have a, uh, I was going to say a pina colada. No, it's a, it's a, um, oh my gosh, what do you call it when you, you hit one of those things? A pinata. Pinata. Yeah. Oh pina colada. Pinata. <laughs> uh, I bought one of those when I was probably seven years old uh-huh. at, at Disney World. And I still, I found it at my mom's house just last week when I was home. I'm like, really? Oh my God. And I thought it was so cool because the newspaper stuffed inside it was uh, all Spanish. And I thought that was so like, oh my gosh, so this is from a different, like, a different land. <laughs> yeah. That's so sweet. Uh, we're going to take a break in one second, but before we do, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every guest that comes on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And the first one is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Cold spaghetti at? Cold spaghetti. <laughs> um, I think Donald Trump would get my cold spaghetti. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. We haven't had Trump yet, yeah. so that's a good one. They go good with that hair. Cotton candy and spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell like how he would actually react to yeah. that. I feel like... He'd be offended. He'd be totally offended. But and then, then he would, would totally attack me. And yeah. then I'd get tons of Twitter followers. And then so you'd be deported. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Just immediately. <laughs> but he'd also say it was the greatest cold spaghetti ever. Yeah, exactly. Nobody takes cold spaghetti to the face exactly. like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would turn into a brag. Yeah. Uh-huh. Becomes so his good. new platform. Um, and the last question I ask everyone is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or like close call, but you can only use three words or three small phrases. So mine is college jogging front lawn oh i'm about to blow your mind oh no oh no okay (laughs) subway monica Lewinsky. what (laughs) what i have so many questions but no follow-up questions here uh with that we're gonna take a quick break and when we get back lance is gonna answer some of your guys's questions from twitter with more not too deep with lance bass With more of the best. Yeah. Uh, not too deep. Uh, okay, now we're going into Twitter. Twitter has a lot of questions for you. All right. And they're really good. Uh, the Let's first see. question is, thoughts on RuPaul's Drag Race? Love RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race. Yeah. You got to judge, right? No, I haven't judged you yet. You haven't? I think, I, I hopefully they'll now ask me to judge next season since yeah. they're our lead-in for, you know, our show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that I'm only like, makes sense. Does that mean I get to judge now? Because I would love it. Oh, my God. It's, Do you- it's one of those shows that it, it's so silly and fun. And I mean, these girls are so talented. So talented. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. But then you, you get into the backstories of all, all their, their lives and it's so touching. I The show has so many layers. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind. Like you mm-hmm. said, it's silly on the surface. Yeah. But then like the lives that they've lived and the experiences they've had are so impactful. Yeah. And also their talents just as like performers and like seamstresses and uh-huh. like designers is so incredibly I just impressive. Love a dra- Even as a little kid, I just loved drag queens. Really? I, I just, there, I was, I, I, I was obsessed with them. I, I, there was a place called Lucky Chang's in Miami that uh, the NSYNC guys would always go to. Uh-huh. And it's a, a, a Chinese restaurant, but all the uh, waitresses were these beautiful drag queens and they'd perform every like 30 minutes. That's it was amazing. Incredible. Have you created your drag ego? 
No, I tried drag one time for a video that we did. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was so bad. Really? <laughs> well, because we were the Spice Girls, so I was Baby uh, Spice. Okay. Um, and they put me in a size one, like mini skirt Uh-oh. thing, and they forgot that I'm a guy. Right. You know, that's a tough situation. It was not pretty. I looked like Miss Piggy <laughs> stuffed in like sausage casing. <laughs> It was bad. So I never did it since. Well, the makeup impresses me. I've yeah. tried to do like recreate drag tutorials mm-hmm. online. We do the, the nose. The contouring yeah. is insane. And it's so impressive. The shading is just, the artistry to it blows my mind. Like yeah. I could talk forever about how impressed I am. I would, I, you know, I've never done my makeup like that. Yeah. Uh, but I would love to see what that looks like on my face. Just completely contouring. Yeah, I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. We got to get you and Miss Fame together. All right, let's do it. Uh, someone wants to know, who do you think judged Adam and Eve's first ever runway looks? Oh, okay. <laughs> who judged? I, yeah, who um, judged? Thou shalt not judge. That's what, <laughs> that's what God said. So oh. hopefully no one. No one did. Uh, Someone wants to know if you were to make up a new sex position, what would it be named and how would it work? <laughs> and that's from Pup Amp. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, oh my God. It would have to have something to do like- with like bass fishing, right? Like the hook, <laughs> right? You know, like the hook. hook yeah, yeah, you hook them. Yeah. Everyone can visualize that, right? <laughs> That's actually to Urban Dictionary. We go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, someone wants to know: Would you rather shower in rotten tomatoes or make out with a pug? Oh, make out with a pug! Come yeah, on, I'll do like- that. Even if it wasn't a bet. I know. I feel like that's no question. <laughs> so cute. Um, someone wants to know, when you were a kid, what was your dream occupation? A space engineer. Really? Either that or a magician, but space engineer was, like, I guess, the legit one. Really? Space I, engineer yeah, specifically? specifically, because I wanted to be an astronaut. Okay. And I knew that even at an early age, you can't just be like, I'm an astronaut. Right. So you had to do something to become an astronaut, and I thought that would be my, my way in to be you know, to be able to go to space. Yeah. Because I was watching the Mickey Mouse Club in like 1991. Uh And on Fridays, they had career day. And they brought in a space engineer. And I'm like, that's what I want to be. Oh, my gosh. mm -hmm. Wow. Do you still think about that? All the time. Yeah. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I mean, because I'm I'm obsessed with space. Really? You know, that's why I I trained in Russia and became a cosmonaut. Right. Um, And it was the coolest thing I think I've ever done. How extensive was the training? Oh, very. Really? Oh my gosh. It was, you know, it's, it takes years to, you know, get certified, but they condensed my training into seven months. Wow. So it was seven days a week from six in the morning until about 9 PM. Oh my God. You didn't have any time off. You're it's all in Russian. It was the it's all most, in Russian. Oh yeah. Cause I was going with, with yeah. Russia yeah. and it was just the most intense thing I've ever experienced in my life. Wow. Yeah. But, but how awesome. cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Dad, are you a big Neil deGrasse Tyson fan? I love him. Yeah. Yes. Have you met him? I haven't. I haven't. But I do watch the show and I, I think I just love smart people because yeah. I'm not. <laughs> and I just, I, I don't know. I just, I just, I, I respect anyone that just, you know, has this crazy outlook on, yeah. on this universe and, and just knows so much. Yeah. And I, I went and saw one of his shows in this like um, casino in Connecticut or something like Mohegan Sun. Mm-hmm. And I was so curious, like, what is... Neil deGrasse Tyson gonna do for a show for yeah. an hour. Does he do magic tricks? Uh, it's like this whole like presentation about the universe, yeah. and then he like does a Q and A with the audience, and it's all these like very intelligent audience members trying to like outstump him, oh, and like yeah. it was so entertaining because he's able to break down these like super high fluent concepts into like 
sort of, uh, you, you know. explain it to us. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I couldn't follow a lot of it, mm-hmm. but I got bits and pieces here and there. And I was just so, and he's also so charismatic. Yeah, that I, I kind of get a little scared watching this show sometimes because you realize how small we are in this universe. Oh. And if one little bitty little thing happens, you know, a galaxy away, yeah. then we're all just done. Yep. It's, yeah. uh, it'll make you crazy if you think mm-hmm. about it too deeply. Yeah. So not too deep. Yeah. Great topic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Someone wants to know, do you know how to play the bass? The bass. Slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. <laughs> I do not. But I think that's one thing I need to learn how right? to play. Do you, uh, what musical instruments do you play? I'm good at uh, the piano. Hmm. Or we say keyboard because I don't know why people don't like say piano. <laughs> uh, but that's you know I I growing up I taught myself how to play that and I'm guitar illiterate. I tried. I, nice. I took lessons and I, my fingers just don't don't work. Do operate that way. Yeah. And then I bought a banjo about three years ago because oh, I'm like fun. I want to learn how to play a banjo. Then I realized wow that's even harder than a guitar. Is it? It is. It Whoa. is. I learned that very quickly. Okay. So it's still. <laughs> Uh, it's still in the corner of my office. Uh, <laughs> it makes for a tuned. good decorating yeah, item. Yeah, no, it, it makes me look cool because yeah. it's like, oh, you can play the banjo. Right, right, but right. I can't. Yeah. I can't play any instrument, no. so I envy anyone. Not even the has... skin flute? Oh. oh. <laughs> hey, oh. Uh, not too deep, not too deep. <laughs> so, is there anything weird about being married? Um, weird about being, I, I think it's still weird to say husband Yeah, because I, I don't know. I still, I still think of myself as a 15 year old. Sure. I feel like I act that way. <laughs> so when I say adult terms like husband, yeah. it's just very strange. It's uncomfortable. Me. Yeah. Have there been like any huge lessons that you've learned about marriage? I've learned that when you get married, people treat you a little differently. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I like because, mm-hmm. you know, when you say boyfriend, um, it's, you know, at any moment people are like, oh, that could, that could end tomorrow. Right. But now when you say married is my husband, people look at you like, oh, okay, I can respect that now. Like y'all are in it. Right, right, right. It seems um, serious. So people definitely treat you a little bit more with oh, respect. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, someone wants to know if you could create your own Snapchat filter, what would it be slash look like? Now, you don't do Snapchat. I don't. I don't. I need to get on it. It's fun. I avoided yeah. it for like a year yeah. and then finally gave in. And now I really well, like Because you know it. my thing. It's like I – social media takes up half our lives anyway. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm not even that great at it because I basically retweet everything. <laughs> I don't even do an original or anything. Uh, but with Snapchat, if I'm going to spend enough time getting the right picture, doing a little video, and it disappears, yeah. screw that. <laughs> I, I want to I remember this thing. Uh, I want to be able to come back a year from now and yeah. see. Yeah, I, I, yeah so I think I, I want things to last. Right. But my filter, um, there has to be some kind of space filter, right? Oh, that's a good so one. I don't know what exactly it would do to me. but um, Something in space. But it would make you very space-like. I'm Maybe turns that. everyone into an alien. There, I mean, that probably exists on Snapchat. Yeah. I feel like they change those filters constantly. I like that. Um, someone's no salsa or guacamole. Which is more romantic? Salsa or guacamole? Mm-hmm. Uh, salsa the dance is, for sure. Oh, do you know how to salsa dance? I do know how to salsa dance. What? Yeah. Did you take lessons or did you teach yourself? No, I learned on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was a hip-hop dancer and then... I did that show. I'm like, I'm going to be great on this. Oh, hell no. It was the hardest thing. I, I mean, that gonna... and space training is the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. What I a mean, spectrum. I mean, jeez, I mean, foxtrot my ass. Um, but yeah, but salsa was kind of my favorite. That and the pasodoble. Oh, was amazing. what's the hardest dance? 
Positively. Really? Yeah. Is it just all footwork constantly? It is. It's just this attitude you have to have. It's very strong. It's very intense. Yeah. And I have bad posture, as you can see right now. I have a terrible posture. Same, same. And all of those dances, is, it's all about your posture. Oh. So I had to learn by putting a broomstick, you know, behind my arms. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, I just, it was terrible. Did you, because the training I've heard from that show is so intense. Mm-hmm. Did you have like physical injuries? Oh, yeah. Really? I broke two toes. You broke two toes. Mm-hmm. And still to this day, I can't sleep on my left side because I can't <gasps> rest my right foot onto the bed. <gasps> uh, or like after about two minutes, it just starts aching because really? of the broken toes. So I have to, I have to, every night my feet hang off the bed. <laughs> Thank you, Dance with the Stars. Jeez. That's the part no one talks about. That's right. We were the most injured season. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, everyone got hurt. I mean, Misty May Trainer broke her, you know, tore ACL. I mean, everyone, we even had Cloris Leachman on the show who had, you know, medics standing by at any Jesus. moment. Jesus. Um, and she was the only one that didn't get hurt. <laughs> But when you break your toes, like you still have to dance, oh, yeah. right? And I had I broke my toes and had to dance barefoot. What? On those toes. Yeah, it was. Did, so what you do? You wrap them up? Yeah. You and just, you hope for the best. Yeah, and, hope then, they don't and fall then, off. then you put one of those cortisone shots in it, oh, which oh. hurts worse than breaking your toe. Oh my god! Oh my god, it's terrible. That's intense. Mm. What does the cortisone do? Does it make the it pain ju- go it away? It makes the pain go away. It like away. numbs yeah, it, it, right? Numbs that's. Uh, but then it's like, it, how long does that last? Uh, it, I, I didn't tell much of a difference. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Jeez. I and you, and your toes are still broken. <laughs> they're 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 hurting. Yeah. Well, my my because it's the big toe and the one next to it, and I broke them to, in two different times. <laughs> oh, <laughs> one all at the same time. Oh, you broke the big toe. I broke the big toe Ooh. right here, like that part, and then the net one next to it now has a nice curve to it. Oh, that's fun. That's a yeah. fun little parting and I, you gift. Know, and I I really. My, my feet were kind of my thing. I have really good feet. <laughs> I do. I have like, you know, the toes are lined up. It was great. My always, feet are my thing. I, I, I always <laughs> the episode. Yeah, my feet are my, my thing. My feet were, were my thing. <laughs> and now my right one's all messed up. I can't, I can't go barefoot anymore. But that's intense. I've never, I mean, people, I've heard people say like when you stub your toes, like you probably, the pinky toe, you break a lot without like realizing yeah. it. And it just like, will fix yeah. itself. Well, you can't, there's nothing you can do. Right. Yeah. And then, but the big toe seems like, God. Yeah, that's the one you use the most. Oof. Mm-hmm. Someone wants to know, how do you feel about porcelain dolls? Porcelain dolls creep me out. <laughs> <laughs> Is this do. a specific creepy um, thing? No, I just, you know, you go to those, you know, your friend's parents' houses. Or oh, yeah. Houses All the tchotchkes just, and everything. And they're just like staring at you. Um, they're you, really creepy. Do you have, like, what, are, what in life are you most afraid of? Hmm. What am I afraid of? Um, I the thing that will make me rip my skin off is spiders. Oh yeah, yeah. I will kiss a snake before I even you know get really. Sp- yeah, I see. I never because both of those snakes and spiders, I'm not um, okay with. I could yeah. never be a contestant on Fear Factor. Like it Neither just won't I. work. I out. couldn't eat things and no. I couldn't be around spiders. Same. And then when they make you eat the spiders, alive, like, what the hell? I think it's anything with more than four legs kind of freaked me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, yeah. And the I, I was all into Fear Factor like the first couple seasons, and then I saw one where they put them in a glass box and like mm-hmm. dumped spiders or snakes oh, on them, yeah. and they just had to like and the stay. hissing cockroaches. Oh yeah, it uh, might have been that, and that mm-hmm. like that one got me good. Nope, can't do it. Um, who is your favorite Spice Girl? Uh, my favorite Spice Girl is it was probably Baby Spice. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to think if it changed over the years. But yeah, no, it's Baby Spice. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a sweet one. And they're coming back with a show, right? They're looking for another Spice Girl or something? No, really? I heard that they're That's doing a reality cool. show where they're like looking for a Spice Girl replacement. Yeah, because uh, Victoria won't come back. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. I heard that it was... 
scary, baby, and sporty. I don't know if Ginger was involved. Not sure. Mm. But either way, I am excited. I'd watch that show. Right? I'm in. Uh, is there any like music groups that you're obsessed with, number one, at the moment? At the moment. Um, I mean, I still like my old, like Aerosmith, like I said. Is, yeah. You know, I still obsessed with. Uh, but right now, who am I liking? Wow. Are you a big music listener? or? I mean, you- I do. I... It's weird. I, I rarely get to listen to radio anymore. Right. So it's it's kind of like whatever on my, I can't say iPod. That doesn't exist anymore, does it? <laughs> <laughs> on Whatever's on your phone, like. Apple Music. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really get to hear new music sure, anymore. Sure. You know, Beyonce still has it going for me. Yeah. yeah. Lemonade's too good. Yeah. Um, someone wants to know, when was the last time you used a porta potty porta potty I mean, on the set of my Fox show. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. Wait, I mean, in this business, you use a lot of porta potties. Yeah, in this yeah. business, you just learn to go wherever it's exactly. available. Mm-hmm. What, um, where did the Fox Show tape out here? All over. Uh, it's it's a it's called My Kitchen Rules, so it's uh-huh. this Australian show, and it's Cat oh, Cora fun. and um, and Curtis Stone. They're the yeah. hosts and judges, and which I'm obsessed with both of them. So I'm like, oh my gosh! How cool! And so it's it's these it's teams of two. Um, in Australia, it's not celebrity, but here in America, we make everything celebrity. Yeah. So it's it's a celebrity and their loved one compete, mm-hmm. um, and every week someone gets kicked off. But it's these elevated dinner party throwing. Uh, shows. Oh, yeah. so it's not just here's a dish. No, it's, it's like, like you, creating the you, party. You, you create the party, uh-huh. the the table setting, and and the meal, and you go all over the place. So we'll end up in different celebrities' homes, like you know Kelly Osbourne, you know, is hosting one, and you know, oh, I'll that's have to cook cool. for her, her, her friends. Yeah. Um. So. It filmed in different celebrities' homes, and then we also had a studio also that we would uh, cook in. That's such a fun concept. I it can't wait. Yeah, did good. you learn how to cook from your mom? I did. Yeah. And my grandma. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as a kid growing up, you know, as a, as a, a little boy, mm-hmm. you know, you never really got to get in the kitchen. Right. Because that was, you know, it was all the ladies. Sure. But I was always obsessed with watching them, what they were doing from, you know, <laughs> as, you know from the side. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I, you know, boys didn't do that. Right, uh, right, right. But I, I learned everything from my Mimi and my mom. Yeah. Oh, you're Mimi. Yeah. Um, someone's saying, if you were allowed to go to space, what was the thing you were looking forward to doing? Uh, well, when I was up there, I had a lot of experiments that I was doing. So mm-hmm. one of my favorites uh, that I was doing was um, doing some studies on the the Delta region of America um, and environmental studies. So I was going to be taking all these pictures um, from space of the Delta region, Whoa. which was you know really cool because I love photography. Yeah. Um, and then there was a blood work study that I was working on with uh, with one of my engineers that was going to be up there with me, um, which was kind of fun because I my dad worked in a lab growing up so yeah. I, I grew up in a laboratory around blood work so oh. it was something kind of fun for me because it felt like something that my dad had passed on to me and yeah um and I thought it'd be so interesting to work with you know taking blood up in zero g uh, yeah what do you, how does that even work uh I mean it's just I mean normal it's, it, it's it all works the same you know that's so fascinating of the, of the so- is that how so you go up into space to do these different experiments? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you live on the ISS, the International Space Station. Okay. So I was going to spend 10 days up there wow. uh, doing all these experiments. That's so bonkers. Yeah. And uh, then of course being able to see Earth. Oh, just know, having from, that from space yeah, just having that pure cool. experience. Yeah, my friend, my uh Ed Lou who, who's an astronaut was going to be on the ISS. He was staying 6 months up there. Mm-hmm. So he was going to be up there when I got there and um all my experiments and all my clothes went before me, uh, before my mission got canceled. So all my stuff is on the ISS. And so 
to be an asshole, he um, <laughs> found my my spacesuit and he ripped off my name tag and floated it in front of Earth and took a picture. Oh my! And God. then brought it back down to Earth. <laughs> Sorry. That's... So I have this really cool picture of my name tag floating in front of Earth. That's. But so that was crazy. basically him being like, "Ha fuck you!" you oh, <laughs> how bittersweet. Uh, uh, someone said, "What is your favorite vegetable to chop?" My favorite vegetable to <laughs> yes, chop. Yes, important question. Um, ironically, an onion. Really? Yeah. Um, it, it does make you cry, mm-hmm. but there's something uh, therapeutic about mm. cutting an onion just perfectly. Is there techniques that you have developed as a, an actual chef uh, yes. to not cry chopping an onion? Uh, run the water. Run uh, water. Run water and chew gum. At the same time. Yeah, I know it's hard for a lot of people. I tried both of those yeah. things that didn't work for me. <laughs> it didn't work for you? I'm, really? Yeah. And it, it depends on the onion, too. Also, if you microwave the onion for a few seconds. Um, oh, I'll t- takes, try that. Yeah. Really? I actually, this is really embarrassing. I bought <laughs> onion goggles. I was going to oh, say, yeah. can't you just wear glasses or something? I, I, Does that not work? It works great. Oh, yeah. good. They're like, I got them on Amazon. They're like, they create a mm-hmm. seal around your eye. Mm-hmm. It's that... super nerdy, I know. But, but it's, the wait, only, sell... it's the only thing. Like, I but get my sell... eyes water like crazy when I when I cut an onion. Yeah. They sell specific onion goggles? Uh-huh. Aren't those just goggles? No, because they're like, <laughs> they're not like swimming goggles. They're just like glasses, but with foam around them to sort of create a... I feel like this might be a bullshit product. <laughs> no, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> they probably the made o- billions of dollars. It's the it. only thing I've been able to use yeah. that works. Because I've tried all that stuff. I've tried the chewing the gum. Uh, I've tried running water. Also, I've tried... how many onions are you cutting that you need goggles for Well, <laughs> I mean, I started doing those like box deliveries where like oh, they, yeah, they yeah. sent like Blue Apron oh, and stuff like those. that. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're great. They're great. And, you know... Almost all of their recipes have, have a giant onion uh-huh. that you get like chop that up. And garlic. They'll have yeah. Garlics oh, yeah. and everything in those things. Yeah. But I, I like when you start cooking because then you can make all the best videos, you know, yeah. using these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. That's when you put all of your sad uh-huh. auditions on tape exactly. right after you chop the onions. <laughs> yeah, you can you, yeah, so evoke Sally Field and all of her amazing. Right. Yeah, um, someone wants to know do you like musicals? I love musicals. Really? Yeah. What are your top musicals? Um, hairspray. Oh, that's coming live. I know. I'm so excited. (laughs) Because I I, I actually got to play Corny Collins on Broadway on Hairspray. And it was, it changed my life. Really? If it wasn't for playing Corny Collins on Broadway, I never would have thought that I wanted to be a host. Really? Uh Uh-huh. And it it just, I I loved that character so much. Um, Plus, also, I've learned, you know, you take for granted all of these people that perform in musicals and on Broadway, how intense the day-to-day is. Oh, yeah. Because you're doing that show, what, eight times a week? Eight times a week, Mm -hmm. With, like, no real, like, downtime, Mm -hmm. and you're just... Going two hundred percent every show. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. One of the you know one of my favorite things I've ever done, and of course, you know if, if you've ever done Broadway, the 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 community there is yeah. so supportive, yeah. and it's just the best family to be a part of. So you know, I did six months of it and just fell in love, and that's that's what I fell why I fell in love with New York City also. Yeah. So it was just overall one of the best experiences ever. Do you have a dream role? That you would want to play on Broadway? No, because I my dream role would to originate a role oh. so that you can get Tony nominated. You that's know, right. right. So if I'm going to spend the time Gotta to get that EGOT. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so if you know, you're going to spend a time going back to Broadway, I really want to originate you know, a character in a show. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a... I mean, someone out there has got to be writing something so. for you. Uh, I have a question about that, actually, because mm-hmm. you were on Broadway for so long. Was there a point when you... We're like, okay, I'm sick of this show because I'm doing it every night. No, but I could see how you could get to that point. Yeah. Um, I think for me, six months was 
the perfect amount of time. I think if I had gone nine months, I would have started thinking, okay, I'm not sweating. Right. Um, and I think if you do something like that and you're not sweating, you need to move on to the next project. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I know people that have been in shows for like years, like mm. the same role in the same show for like six years in a row. And they don't even feel what mm. they're going through oh, anymore. Because you're, so you're thinking autopilot. of everything else but the show. Right. Which can be fun on stage with your cast because sure. you're always trying to find ways of making them laugh. Right, um, right, right. But you're not paying attention at all to the show that you're performing. Yeah. yeah. there's. We talked to Frankie about this a little bit when he did um, – Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Yeah, he was in that show for ages. Right. Yeah. And he was saying because Broadway is, you know, such a cultural touristy thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you get audiences that are just complete tourists that yeah. have bought tickets to your show without knowing anything about it. Right. Did you have that experience? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I loved it. I, I loved when, you know, people would come in and, and say, oh, this is my first Broadway show ever. Uh, and then you get the the front row of people that, you know, wait for the the lottery tickets. Right, right. And it's always the same type of fans. Yeah. And, it's, and you, you recognize the ones in the front row. You're like, oh my gosh, this is your 20th show. Wow. Crazy. But, and they know every word. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's fun though because, you know, they're having the best time and, right. and they give you energy too because you see how much fun they're having. Were you, did you try and do something like slightly different every time or is that like... Uh, I mean, not really. I think yeah. once you got your character down, it just, it, you, it just came out of you. Yeah. Um, and my character was so cheesy. I mean, his name's Corny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you couldn't really go, you know, over the top as much. Yeah. It, it was just amazing. You could do anything you wanted. That's so fun. Um, someone wants to know, what hygienic item do you always forget when you travel? Uh, floss. And I'm such a flosser. Are you? Yes. Oh, and, see, and so, I don't even think to bring floss. So uh, I'm technically not I have forgetting it. I floss in my it. bag right now. I'm obsessed yeah. with floss. But see, I didn't get obsessed with it until about five years ago. Okay, so there's you still time. You know, I'd time. floss like, you know, once a week if I was, you know, lucky. Yeah. And now, if I don't do it twice a day, I just, it's, it's so you feel weird. It. Yeah. Because I, I learned years ago that... And it's probably not true, but it adds five years to your life if you floss. What? Yeah, it's some kind of connection with your heart and everything, but like it adds years to your life. So I'm like, okay, I'm in. And now I'm just, I have, I don't feel clean unless I floss. Really? I'm the same way. Once you start yeah. doing it regularly, you have to do it all the time. Yeah. Because yeah. it just like opens up the space between your teeth. So you're constantly getting yeah. stuff stuck in there. Oh, so it's more noticeable. Yeah. yeah. So, so you feel it. Every time you yeah. eat, you're like, damn yeah. it, I got to floss again. Yeah. Like, especially mm. like if you eat an orange and you're like, oh, what is that little piece of stringy thing there? Yeah. 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 That's why I feel like, yeah, I'll, eventually I'll get there. Here's something. <laughs> uh, I feel like people that love flossing love they flossing. They do, yeah. They get a little obsessed with it. <laughs> it's a subculture that I'm not part of yet, but <laughs> Well, we'll welcome you in. Thank you. Yeah. Um, someone wants to know, what type of dog would you be? Mm, look, uh, a cute one. <laughs> That's my favorite breed. <laughs> yeah, cute ones. Uh, Wait, do you, don't ha do you have a dog? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I always have dogs. Uh, we have two at the moment. Uh -huh. We always, uh, my husband and I, we rescue dogs. So we always have a foster with us at all times. How do you do, like, that to me it's, would be so well, difficult. It's hard, yeah. especially for him. He cries every single time oh. about a dog. You know, if, if we get it adopted within a week or two, it's it's okay. But yeah. the ones that stay for a month, you get really attached. Yeah. We just had one called Peanut. It was so oh, cute. Oh, Peanut. Peanut was amazing. Um, but if I were a dog, I love beagles. Oh. Uh, particularly Puppy beagles, yeah, are just the cutest dogs. That, They're and, and, super cute. And cocker spaniel puppies are the best too. So actually, all puppy dogs are the best. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Dogs no, are great. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why we're even like 
picking and choosing. Um, someone says, okay, this question is for both of you. Do you guys identify more with your first names or your last names? Oh. Mm. Definitely my last name because my first name is actually James. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When did Lance come in the picture? Since I was born. They always call me Lance. Oh, okay. My, uh, I'm is that the your first middle name? Lance is my middle name. Okay. Yeah, but I'm... Every guy in my family name is James, mm-hmm. but it's always James Irvin Bass. They're always they're juniors and seniors. I'm oh. the first to break the mold and lose the Irvin. Thank God. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> um, so everybody in my family is James, Jimmy, Jim. And so they figured, really? okay, we need a Lance because this is just getting too confusing now. <laughs> I like that they threw it completely off I of know. the pattern that and they And I keep asking them, like, well, where did you get Lance? And they're like, yeah. we don't even know. <laughs> They're like, there was an Ole Miss player named Lance, and both my parents went to Ole Miss. Really? So they're like, maybe that's where we got it? I don't know. <laughs> that's awesome. I think I identify more with Grace yeah. because it's such a misnomer for me. <laughs> I feel like I'm so floppy and sloppy that people – I also hated Grace as a name when I was growing up because it wasn't like Ashley or Amanda, and I could mm. never find like – the yeah. personalized like oh, yeah. keychains and stuff. Still to this day, they don't have Lance on any coffee mug. Really? I'm like Lance's. I think is pretty common. Yeah, I don't think it's that un- uh-uh. unusual. You can't find a keychain with Lance on it. Nope. I'll change that. Uh-huh. If you could have invented any existing dish of food, what would it be, and what would you have named it? Ugh. Any existing? Oh, well, I guess. Well, French toast is my favorite food. Really? Yeah, I just love it. Yeah. So yeah, Lance toast sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that you, the sport you created is Lance Ball uh-huh. and the food you've created is Lance Toast. Yeah, there's a theme to my life. Why do you like to just take over everything? Well, you like to make so many casseroles. Why don't you have like a Lance Basserole? <gasps> a Basserole! Right? Jack Ugh. Ferry. That I sounds mean, great. Except I hope it doesn't have bass in it because that might be disgusting. No, yeah, that sounds kind of no, gross actually. That's um, pretty disgusting. A basserole. I'm going to work on my Basseroles. Yeah, I'm kind of like Trump. I'm just realizing that I like to put my name on everything. <laughs> <laughs> You have to run for president. But I think that that's, you know, you got to stay on brand. You know, that's how Rachel Ray, like, created her entire entity. Um, Someone wants to know your favorite hot dog topping. Uh, You go with mustard only. Mustard only? Yeah. Very specific. Yeah, I just do yellow mustard. Not even the spicy mustard. It has Mm. to be yellow. Whoa. Like a real American. That's right. True (laughs) American. That's why it's so hard when I walk around New York and, you know, you want a hot dog and they don't have just yellow mustard. It's always spicy mustard. Oh, yeah. Life sucks. I know. How do we we survive? I don't know. Um, The last question before we wrap things up is to name three things on your nightstand. Three things on my nightstand. Okay. um, This seven. 7-Eleven Big Gulp that has 52 ounces of, <laughs> it is, it's green and it's a NASCAR thing. Uh-huh. Um, it's always on my bedside because that's what I drink daily and, you know, all day long. Just Wait, a sure. Big Gulp or is it full it's of like water or something? It's water. Oh, okay. It's all water. No, I no, thought no. you were like, I want a Slurpee on my yeah. nightstand at all times. Uh, it's all water. Sometimes <laughs> vodka. It's all water. Uh, then I know if I finish that, you know, throughout the day that yeah. I've, I've had an, enough water. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, then I, let's see, what else is on my bedside? I don't, oh, uh, this amazing candle, which is, I'm obsessed with. What is um, it? There's a company called Alabo. Ooh. And um, there is a specific smell uh-huh. that the Gramercy Hotel in New York has. I don't know what? if you've ever been to Rose Bar at no. the Gramercy Hotel. You need Grace when you're back. It I have is to check the this coolest out. bar. It's okay. really, really cool. Rose Bar. Rose Bar. Okay. It's at the Gramercy Hotel in Gramercy. Um, the, it, the hotel smells amazing. 
It, it has this like woodsy smell. Ooh, that's my um, favorite kind of candle. You know scent. how like people wear the cologne now? That's that. Uh, what's it called? Santal. Yeah. Okay, that's that's Lalo Santal, but. They did a specific smell for the Gramercy that's kind of like that, but not so sweet, called okay. Cade. And Ooh. it smells up my whole house if I light it for five minutes. It's the best. Okay, so that's I next look to into my that. bed. I don't even have to light it and it smells up. And then the other thing is my iPad. I mean, that's my every yeah, night. I mean, I play my Smurf Village at the end of the night. I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I've been addicted to Smurf Village for six years. Wow. It's a problem. Uh, did you buy Smurf berries? No. I, I'm so happy to say I've never spent a dime on this village. Good for you. That's why it's taken me six years to build it. <laughs> That's oh. amazing. Oh, well, we're coming to the end of the episode. So Lance, Aww. thank you so much for being here. And before we completely wrap up, we're going to give you the gift that we give every guest that um, makes the time gift? for the podcast. And Diane's bringing it over right uh -oh. now. Is it a puppy? It looks not like a puppy. It looks like my phone. But the gift is that you can tweet anything you want from my Twitter account Ooh, right now. I can do anything I want. You can tweet absolutely. Wait, can I look at my phone for one second really quickly? Because uh -huh. I just want to check something really uh -oh. quickly. Just erasing your porn. Yep, big time. Uh -huh. Big time erasing <laughs> some quick swipe, 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 swipe. Uh -huh. And then we are oh my God. good to go. And All right, we're going to add this to the pre-show checklist. Yeah, uh, this is, I meant to do this earlier and I forgot. Oh there you go. Now you can tweet anything you want. From, that is funny. Uh, my phone. Uh, just nothing racist or homophobic. So. Well, then what else am I going to do now? I know, that's now? the Lance Bass brand. <laughs> uh. All right, let's and see And then here. you can just tweet it out, and then I'll read it aloud to the class. Oh, oh so, okay, you're going to read yeah. it out. Um, I don't have to approve anything. I trust okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I got it. You got it? I think you I got it. Feel free to send it. Okay. I, oh, it won't let me. It won't let me spell this. Oh, there it goes. Yeah. Oh, autocorrect is it. I hope I spelled mistress. it right. Okay. <laughs> I'll just put some exclamation point. I, you had to put like at least three exclamation points, right? On everything you write. I mean, or everyone's like, what's wrong? Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like, what, what, no, why, that's are true. Okay? Memory is like, <laughs> if you put a period at the end of any text message, I assume you're so furious at me. <laughs> that's really funny. Okay, here we go. Okay. I'm going to put. Oh, no, I can't sign it myself. Okay, here we go. <laughs> should, I, should I read it? Uh, can I, may yeah. I read it? Mm -hmm. Okay, we can send it. You can hit tweet. Oh, tweet. Okay. Tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet. Let's see what we got. Hi, my name is Grace, and I am hungry for a Lance Basserole at Lance Bass. <laughs> awesome. That's amazing. Uh -huh. We're going to get it trending. Lance Basserole. I love it. Immediately. Lance, thank you so much for being here. Thanks this for having me, Grace. So fun. And where can people find you on the internet or on the television if they don't already know? Um, well, I'm at Lance Bass on everything. Okay. And then you can watch my show, Finding Prince Charming, Thursday nights right after RuPaul's All Stars on Logo and VH1. Um, and that's all I got for you right now. Until, amazing. Until January. Amazing, amazing. Thank you guys so much for watching. Check out everything that Lance does because he's a great human being. We'll see you next time on Not Too Deep. Goodbye. <laughs> too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep. It's Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry with production support from Full Screen Studios and Michael Rucker. Associate producer Melissa D. Mons with production assistance by Diane Kang. Editing by Melissa D. Mons. And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music.